Hi guys, welcome to the Really Sis podcast. I am your host, Neka, and I am bringing you all things advice, column, strawberry letter, teas, um, questioning your life choices, uh, music, fashion, politics, memes, anything that you're experiencing that's what i'm giving that's what i'm serving the category is young millennial black girl just trying to make it stressed out but never caught looking like she's stressed out okay that's the vibes i'm giving um yeah, so we're just going to have some fun here. This this podcast is really to provide advice from someone who might be going through similar things um, from a unique perspective, um, from a regular person perspective. When you're just regular, there's nothing wrong with being regular. When you're just regular, you, you live a regular life. And I feel like when we look at like some influencers and some people that we listen to, they're living not so regular lives, you know? You know, we're listening to people who've already made it, not people who are trying to just make it. And I think it goes to say it's something like a networking um, with the person next to you instead of the person ahead of you. Um, and that's what this is. This is using the people around you to build a community and a foundation and to grow together. That's what we're going to do. We're going to grow together. I might throw a little shade while we grow, but we're going to grow. We're going to grow. So let's just start it off, guys. Um, I'm just going to do a little bit about me. My name is Neka. I am 24 years old as of March 16th. So that's pretty new. <laughs> I'm 24. <laughs> I am old. <laughs> um, I'm just waiting for the gray hair to pop out. You feel me? But until then, you know, I'm still cute. Um, you know, I'm just a regular girl. I work in media. Uh, surprise, surprise. And that's why I'm doing a podcast. Surprise, surprise. Um, I work in media. I enjoy my life. I enjoy my job. I live in New York City with my grandmother. Yes, I live with my 93-year-old grandmother because I don't pay rent. And sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. You can't be keeping up with the Joneses if your bank account looks like... zero point zero one then you got the stimulus and it looked like one thousand two hundred and one point zero zero one dollars you feel me so you know I, I I'm just regular like I said before and that's just a little bit about me I went to Florida International University I'm originally from Miramar Florida which is Broward County um and, you know, I'm doing it, I'm doing it well. I'm doing it live, you feel me? So that's just a little bit about me. And now we're going to get into today's topic. Guys, today's Yay! topic is the friend zone. We've all been there, done that, felt that, lived that, just embraced that. It's the friend zone is a very 
interesting place. And for those who don't know, because you might be young and you're just unaware of what the friend zone is, it's when you have this energy with somebody. You feel me? You can't quite place the energy, but you have an energy. So you decide, hey, I want to be this person's friend. Now, this person... The reason you just want to be their friend is because you're not thinking about being in a relationship or being a significant other. You just think this is a great person that you should get to know. So you want to hang out with them and you want to become friends. And then you get to a point in your friendship, not all friendships, but some, you get to a point in your friendship where there's like a roadblock and you go, wait. Do I like this person? Do I? And then that is when you've entered the friend zone. So you can be friends without being in the friend zone. But the minute you start to like the friend as more than a friend, you are in a friend zone until you guys either make it into something else or you just stay in that zone because they, they're dealing with somebody else. So there's, there's different roads to the friend zone. Um, if you need a map, I'll draw you one. But I wanted to discuss how the friend zone has affected and impacted my life. So for me, I've always been a person that's been in the friend zone. I've been in the friend zone more times than you could put on your fingers and toes combined, okay? I have this energy and this situation about myself where I'm a very friendly, outgoing, loving, caring, motherly type person. So sometimes it's hard for people to see me in that light. Or so I thought. Now that I'm older, I know it's not, it's not me, it's them. You feel me? Like I'm a cute, sexy, thick, curvaceous, smart, educated black woman And there will be a man, eventually, that will see that and be attracted to that and know they want me in a romantic relationship type way. However, when we're discussing the past and the friend zone, there was times where I would be someone's friend, even though maybe I might have liked them or maybe I didn't know I liked them yet. And I'd be stuck in this zone and didn't know how to wiggle my way out. And then there's also been times where I've put people in the friend zone because I don't see them in that light. So I wanted to do this episode to discuss the positive things about being in the friend zone. So let's just start with my history. I've been in two significant adult relationships. Um, The first adult relationship, we're going to name old boy Chris. That's not his real name. But, you know, I'm trying to save his face. Okay, so me and Chris, we were together for two years. Before we were together for two years, this man was my best friend. We would talk to each other all the time. It was never anything romantic or we never thought about being anything romantic because he had a girlfriend and I was okay with being his friend. We knew each other from school. Um, 
you know, we were in high school together. We graduated. We kept in touch. We saw each other when I came home to visit because I went away to school. Um, so me and Chris had this really beautiful friendship. Over time, when he got out of said relationship, oops, <laughs> you would think my DMs are popping, but no, it was just Twitter. Um, so when we got into a crew and we got into a relationship or whatever, we were together for two years and our relationship ended badly. If we had stayed in the friend zone, we would have never had that beautiful two year relationship. But if we had stayed in the friend zone, I would still enjoy him as a person. You feel me? We would still be friends. That would still be my best friend. And I almost I almost think to myself, like, man, did we have to go that route? Well, yes, it's already happened. You can't change the past. But the friend zone was just such a beautiful zone to be in with that person. And he wasn't ready. He wasn't a grown man. He had little boy energy. He wasn't he wasn't doing what he needed to do to be right by me. You feel me? Not about right by society, but right by me. You know, if I'm your girlfriend and you supposedly love me, then you should treat me like you love me and not treat me like I'm just a piece of crap on the street. So <clears throat> we'll talk about self-worth another day. But basically... You know, I I loved Chris with all my heart. And that didn't work, and I lost a really good friend. So, mm. So then we can move on to my second significant adult relationship. This relationship was a little bit different because we started off as a <laughs> friends with uh, benefits. The benefits are left to your imagination, but the benefits... Were, you know, having someone to lean on, having a friend, having having someone to hang out with and buy me food. It was there was multiple benefits, okay? So get your mind out the gutter, okay? But let's just we're all grown here, so let's just call it what it is. We started off as that. Before that, we were acquaintances. He never really placed me in the friend zone. <clears throat> Because we were never really friends. But I think this is an important relationship to talk about. Because if we had just stayed friends with benefits. Slash in the friend zone. Because you can be someone's friend. And friends with I mean it's not for everybody. But it was working for me. If we had stayed that we probably wouldn't have went down the road we went down. Now, let's just backtrack. Let me set the scene. It's 2014. Ooh, that rhymed, period. It's 2014, you know, he's out here doing his thing. We're going to call him Justin. That's not his name, not even close, but we're going to call him Justin. Me and my dog Justin, you know, we know each other from round the way. You feel me? We, you know, he's much older than me. He's about to graduate and he is a five-year um, engineering major. So five years of engineering, you're, he's about to lead a coup, you feel me? So he's much older than me. I'm young. I'm impressionable. 
we start to hang out, whatever, whatever. We hang out. It's his senior year. He's leaving. So it's, it's, we hang out for like a semester. Very cash, nothing crazy, whatever, whatever. Now, fast forward till, I don't know, let's just say, let's call it 2018. 2018, me and my ex-boyfriend, Chris, at the time, the one I just told you about, we're done. We're finished. It's over. Surprisingly, Justin is back in the area. Now, this man graduated, moved to another state, and he's back. So, you know, now this is the thing. We had always been friends. So this was my my intent was to keep that same vibe we had from before. Mind you, when he left out of the state, we maybe spoke once every six months just to see if each other was alive. It was nothing crazy. It was it was just my friend. Then things change. I'm newly out of relationship. He's I don't know what was going on while he was gone for real. I didn't we never really talked about that. I didn't really care. So <laughs> yo telling this story, you ever just tell a story and you just don't want to put people out, but you gotta put them out for this the purposes of this story. So basically my dog Justin, you know, he's back in town. We start hanging out, we start talking. Bam. Then we go on a group trip to Dominican Republic. Um, it was like 10 people. It was a very interesting trip. A lot went down that trip. Moral of the story is we go on this trip and things start to change. Now, I, NECA, don't start to change anything. I want things to remain the same. You are my friend. We are cool. That's it. We we were we were the type of friends we didn't even really speak in public. Like people didn't know we were friends. You understand? Because that was just the vibe we had it was the precedent we had set so early on from the moment we met each other. You feel me? I went from we were enemies, then we became acquaintances, then we became friends, then we became friends with benefits, then we became distant once in a while talking friends now we're here on this large group trip in a beautiful five-star resort because we only do the best and the energy has changed it wasn't from me okay it was not from me and i stand by that i was bamboozled okay the energy started to change he started to talk reckless reckless in a way of relationship type things marriage type things proposals type things and keep in mind he's like six years my senior okay so he's well not six years I'm doing math hold on he's five and a half years my senior okay he's old so when he's talking about these things I'm just like okay like it don't make no difference to me because I'm not there yet. I'm a baby. At the time, I was 22, 23? 23? Like, I'm a child. I, I'm, you're talking or jaw-jacking right now. 
okay, so then he took our relationship to a new height, a new level. He went off the deep end and he was like, Ayo, so you want to date for real? Like, where are we going to date? I was like, what? He was talking to my mom. He was talking to my sister. You know, when they start talking to your family, things be changing. So our whole dynamic from just being friends, what I wanted became something so much more. And I started to be finessed by this man. And Justin was like, Ayo, like, I want to take to the next level to the point where I'm flying to the state. He so he moved again. He was back in town living around my school or whatever and then which is in Florida but then he moved back to where he was those years and the time that had passed when he first moved away so he did like a yo-yo with his job so after the DR trip he during that summer and during that that fall he was planning on moving back to the state he had just come from so in that process, he had to pick a place to live. He had to go scout the places. He had to pack his things, pack his apartment, sell stuff, put things in his car, ship his car, all those things. Now, I was not his girlfriend. I was, I want to reiterate, I was not his girlfriend at all. We were not in a one-on-one relationship. Yeah, I like I was doing a lot of relationship things picking out furniture flying to another state multiple times to help you pick an apartment packing up your car or helping you pack your car and waiting for the delivery people to come and get it so they could ship your car I was doing a lot of wifey material things on a friend who were dating on budget. That was the budget. That was my job description. We were dating. We were hanging out. We were talking. We were friends. But you had me doing wifey things. And then he would put wifey energy into the air. More of the story is, obviously, I'm still upset. Um, But we're cool. I'm just, when I talk about it, it, it infuriates me. Moral of the story is I was finesse. I was doing a lot. It didn't end up working out. But if we had stayed friends till this day, I wouldn't have had an issue with him. Now, our whole relationship is tainted because he took me out of the friend zone he had previously placed me in that I was okay living in. That was my home. And he wanted to do more. And then... Stuff in his life happened and things changed. And Justin was like, Ayo, I don't think it's best. I can't devote my time to you. I'm busy with work. You know, I'm in another state. He gave that energy. I was like, all right, cool. But the way he did it was very ghosty, was very not cute, was very little boy energy. And he's a grown man. He's literally almost 30. And it wasn't cute. But... I wish him the best. I wish Chris the best. I wish them love, happiness, life, light. They both have girls. They both seem happy. They're both living their best lives and blah, 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 blah. So I was the person 
who was the friend zone candidate in both of those situations that turned into something more. And mm, I wish I stayed in the friend zone. Now, this is the point in the time where I want to go ahead and read. I put out a post on um really sis podcast instagram okay and i basically asked folks i said hey folks what's popping i asked the folks hey guys so how do you guys feel about the friend zone like thoughts questions comments concerns and i had some people who responded to the post thank you for responding excuse me thank you for responding And I'm going to read some of the things they said. So, a girl, one girl said, friend zone isn't a bad thing, really. All relationships should come from the friend zone. Totally agree. I think friend zone should be a starting place, a starting point. And in the friend zone, I ask that you be vigilant to signs and red flags if you see that person in in an attraction nature if you are attracted to that person even just a little bit even just a little bit take note just in case it develops into something more next person said sorry but if you friends on me you're you're dead to me henceforth and that's also an energy I feel like Some people don't even have the right. First of all, you're not cute. Don't put me in the friend zone. Because some of the people I deal with or some of the people I talk to are not the cutest people. I I, I don't know. I don't really have a type. So that's just me. But if you're not that cute, please don't try to friend zone me. Don't try to friend zone me first because it's like, mm, it's not cute. You're not cute. So don't try to do it. Um, Another person said, I was there one I was there one time and in denial like a mug. That's Florida lingo. But basically, she was in denial. And I think I've never been in denial. I've always known when I've been placed in the friend zone. I can feel it. But some people really don't embrace it. And I think you should. So another person put, sometimes, oh, been in it. So she's been in the friend zone and put people in the friend zone. I don't think that the term friend zone is necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes it is to preserve something great and friendship is worth that. I I, I couldn't have said it better myself. Sometimes being in the friend zone preserves a relationship. Um, and once you make turn that friend zone situation relationship into a romantic dating talking relationship into a girlfriend boyfriend dating relationship you will never go back to that friendship the friendship will always be changed you know you understand the friendship will change morph or expire like bad milk it will expire and sometimes you just gotta leave people alone when when y'all are done when y'all used to be friends but now y'all more than friends and then you're done just be done please don't go back and forth with these men because they like to play they like to call your phone when they have girls they like to slide in your dms and comment on your pictures when they have girls but you and me didn't work out and you obviously don't want me so why are you calling my phone 
But that's another conversation for another day. Another person put, I've been on both sides, but to be honest, a lot of guys I put there was because I wanted to know them first. Still got disappointed in the end. So, and that's true. Like, I feel that. Like, you, when you put people in the friend zone and when you've been placed in the friend zone, it's really, a lot of the times, it's you trying to figure out what's going on. And by the time you figure out what's going on, you've been through so much with the person, all men are going to disappoint you at this point. Until the man that's for you is going to be for you. Until your king comes along and changes your life and bosses you up and you boss him up, everybody else is going to disappoint you. Once you realize that, once you realize that, and it's not to be pessimistic, right? But after you go through what you go through and you realize, eh, you're not my king, I'm not your queen, you won't get disappointed anymore. It just is what it is. It just didn't work out, but that's because you just, God didn't put you in my life for you to be here more than what you were. You you were here for a season. You're not here for a lifetime, so you gotta go. And once you realize that, everything will be A-OK, for real. I'm so I'm so serious. Um, so, yeah. I just want to read those off. So, thanks, everybody, for submitting and responding. And for these last beautiful five minutes of the podcast, I want to talk about... Today's... Two topics that we're going to talk about that are unrelated to the topic of the podcast are the first one is going to be the coronavirus. We're going to just talk about that real quick. And then we're going to talk about music at the end. All right. So let's first talk about this coronavirus. 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 Okay. So guys, I just want to, you know, say Everybody be safe. Everybody stay home as much as you can. Only go out if you're really, really bored. Because we we all have to maintain sanity. So if you're really, really bored, go for a drive. Go for a run six feet away from people. Go to uh, the drive-thru and make sure they're wearing gloves when they pass you their food. But still, go do things. Don't, just because we're staying home doesn't mean you can't go out safely. Just be safe. Be safe. Stay home. I, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you to be productive because I probably have been the most unproductive in this time. I don't work well when there's nothing to do. I like to be busy running around with my head cut off like a chicken because then I get things done I don't got time to not do it I just do it the more time I have the more I don't want to do anything so that's my little spiel about coronavirus um I live in New York City so you know we're hitting we're we're on a different level than most states and most places and most countries we are on lockdown it is very bad There's a three-hour wait just to get inside the grocery store with only 15 minutes worth of shopping time. Um, There's just a lot going on. So I urge everyone to really follow directions. Uh, The governor of the great state of New York is probably one of my favorite people now. Um, And Trump is foolish. (laughs) 
So this is the music portion. Let's talk about it. Let's be about it. And we're going to talk about some new releases, the drops of the day. Um, and yeah, so we're going to talk about some projects that have just been released. The first project that I really want to discuss is a Toronto-based duo under Drake's label, Division. They dropped a project. The project is poppin'. I suggest to listen. It's very R&B. It's very sample esque with that old R&B mixed with that new new you feel me and they just have been putting out heat ever since they came out so go take a listen I also want to talk about Kelly Rowland's single coffee okay first of all go look at the visuals because girl is dripped in chocolate okay chocolate Okay, she's on the beach. She's giving royalty, black magic, black queen, black, 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 blackity, black, dark skin, black, chocolate, velvet skin, black, beauty, slim, body, body. She's giving body to the girls, okay? So... The song, I like the song. The song is nice. I, I mess with the song. But the visuals, <laughs> the visuals sell, okay? And last but not least, let's talk about the the baby project. Now, I haven't listened to the whole project because I couldn't get past the fact that he released a video with NBA Youngboy. I am not a fan of NBA Youngboy at all. I think he is probably the scum of the earth and he needs to go sit down. And he is just, he's the epitome of ratchet, woman beater, hood. And not the cute hood with the grills, with the energy, with the big boss energy. But you know they're doing something positive with their life and they're going to come back and feed the kids and help the homeless. And they stand for their community. And they used to be in a gang, but now they're protecting young boys from gang violence. It's not that type of hood energy. It's the gutter hood mentality the get rich or die trying mentality the uh you look a mess ment- mentality and you have all this bread but you're still beating people and um your tattoos look a mess energy so yeah moral of the story is i don't really like an nba young boy the song mm, it was a baby original i feel like you know the aesthetic was pleasing or whatever visuals were eh, whatever the part in the beginning with the guy speaking on the microphone it didn't sell me i've seen him do better but he dropped a project. I suggest you take a listen if you like the baby. I think some of the songs are hits. Some are misses. And that is how I feel. So, guys, we have made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening this far. Um, This is the end of episode one of Releases, the podcast. Um, I have been your host, NECA. Thank you so much for listening. I just want to add, um, if you guys have questions, comments, concerns, or you would like to write me a letter where I can give you advice within the podcast, please email the... (laughs) Please email me, please, 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 please. Um, the email is really.sis.podcast at gmail.com. I appreciate you. Um, also, 
you can follow us on Instagram at reallysis.podcast. Um, you know, I have 19 followers, but I would love a few more. And thank you guys for listening. And to take us out, I'm going to play you a song called Between Us Feet Snow Allegra by Division, which I mentioned in drop in the Drops That Pop segment. So you guys have a great day and enjoy. Bye.